Man, we gonna have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Yo, yo, what is up? What is up? What is up? My name Kyle Bowen. That's Nick Bondi. Welcome to another episode of Sippin' on a 40 on the Nux Misconduct Network. Yes, the Nux Misconduct Network. Give the Nux Misconduct Network a swipe or a tap wherever you listen to podcasts. You get four shows. Yes, four shows with whatever action you chose, including Power of the Towel. This Tuesday, we have J-Pat on. Again, on Power of the Towel, hosted by Nick Bondi. Bondi, that, that's a big get, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to have uh, J-Pat on. Been wanting to have him on the podcast for uh, for a while. And it's going to be interesting because I'm gonna. it's coming out Tuesday, but I'm obviously interviewing him uh, the day before Monday night. It's going to be the first day of the... Of any of the return to play training camp. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. going to be... I'm, I'm going to have to ask him what it's like. Like, what it's like covering NHL training camp during a global pandemic. Because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be totally different than what they're used to. Yo, ask him if he's actually social distancing too, you know? Like, nah, it, cause here's the thing, okay? All these workplaces opened up. I, I don't know how strict everyone's being, you know? I, I think the NHL is gonna be super strict. The last thing you want is someone to get infected right before they go into the bubble, right? Especially so, a media member, right? Especially from like a media member. So they're gonna have to be like super, super, I can imagine, they all have to be obviously wearing masks. I doubt they're going to have to get anywhere close to the players. Actually, yeah. I saw I think I saw a tweet from a friend of the show, inaugural guest of Power of the Towel, Rob Williams. Uh, hey. they're going to be they're going to be spaced out all throughout like the upper bowl, like two persons, two people per row and separated by a row. And cool. I have to wear masks and everything. Yeah, it's, so that's it's, that's what that's that's what he's saying. I'm going to have to ask J-Pat like what what it's like among other things. I got a lot of questions to ask J-Pat. Bro, it's it's bizarre. It really is. It really is. And that's a lot of space to to observe the game like it's so different for these uh media members and i heard on the vancast shout out to the athlete the athletic um jpat said he wants section 315 all to himself he's already shotting yeah. shotting it so uh <laughs> good, this section. Guy knows. good section give it to him you know what i'm saying this is the is hardest that- working man in in vancouver sports media probably next to rick dollywall and, and he's on power of the towel you know what like jpat has been covering the vancouver canucks in some capacity since i've been a fan he's just always been there right Straight and up. One, in one way or another. So no, it's going to be cool to talk to him. He's always been there. Even when he's been laid off, he just comes back right yeah. away. I'm going to ask him about that. Yeah. Because, yeah, you remember, he got laid off by yeah. TSN 40 And then they rehired him. Right away. Pretty much. So yeah. I want to ask him if it's like that uh, episode of Seinfeld where George Costanza gets laid off or gets fired and then comes back and pretends nothing happened. Yo, J-Pat is just that good dude. You know, everyone loves that good dude. They say that nice guys finish last. Yeah. Yo, J-Pat is... Is, is proof that that is wrong. That is wrong. J-Pat's the nicest nice dude in the guy, world. And he's finished first. And he's finished somewhat first. Yes, I remember at, again, shout out to, to The Athletic. They had an event at the Pint. And he, J-Pat wasn't one of the speakers. But, yo, the crowd was just like, J-Pat, J-Pat. Yeah. And he had to speak. Yeah. He had to get on stage. Oh, man, it was, a, it was a great time. Rest in peace, Botch. He hosted the event with Halford and Bruff. Again, J-Pat on the network on Tuesday. Power of the towel. Check it out. I'm sure Bondi... We'll be talking about this with him because it's one of those things. I do think it was somewhat of the inevitable that this would somehow come up. And it's and it's Brock Besser being in trade rumors mm-hmm. on a team that that is that is in cap hell. And I've been I've been open about it. I, I get it. I understand they're in cap hell. I'm just living in this 2020 bubble. 
you know, this fantasy world, not really trying to think of all those things, okay? My, my mantra. Just good vibes only. My mantra is best of luck. Yeah. Best of we'll luck. We'll figure it out. But this is going to happen. Not the trade, but the rumor, right? It was going to happen. Uh-huh. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And I think I think David Quadrelli made this, a friend of the show, of course, made a good point where if you're going to trade Brock Besser, it's because that's the only way you can get an upgrade on the defense, right? That And that's a situation there. And with this capped out situation is you can't really go out and sign someone. You're not going to be able to trade guys like Brandon Sutter, Louis Erickson, Jay Beagle without giving up assets. And that's not the situation the Canucks are in. The, the situation the Canucks are in is they have to keep these guys like Pud Colson, Hoglander, even guys like Jack Rathbone, guys who are on ELC contracts and play above that because well, that's the only way they can... That's the only way they can improve on these ELC contracts. So if you're going to trade Brock Besser, it's going to be for a legit young top four defenseman, right? And that would and it would suck to trade Brock Besser solely to upgrade the defense solely because you, there's no other way to improve it, right? Yeah, there really isn't unless you're looking at Nikita Triamkin. And, and again, the Canucks are going into the offseason and we're not even there. Why are we talking about this when the playoffs or the play-in it has just been confirmed, like real talk confirmed. Mm-hmm. Hockey is coming back, most likely. Uh, again, I'll it, say it, most likely. It's July. This is we're just we're used to it. We're I used know. to talking off season talk. Exactly. Like in fair July. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Off season talk here on sipping on a forty. Kyle Bowen talking to Nick Bondi, talking all things Brock Besser. Again, the inevitable. This rumor was going to happen. The Canucks going into whenever the off season is, probably in October, will have eighteen million dollars to sign Chris Tanev, Troy Stetcher, Jacob Markstrom, Tyler Toffoli. Yeah. Am I missing anyone? Well, I think Tanev's gone. Yeah. So I, I think Tanev's like that's they're gonna try and sign Markstrom and they're gonna try sorry, they're gonna try and sign Tafoli. And then you gotta work around the, the rest. And then you have the end of next season where you have to sign Pedersen, yeah. And Quinn Hughes. Straight up. Straight up. So it's again the, the team is in Cap Hell. They are in Cap Hell. Brock Besser again the inevitable, possibly four defensemen. I still don't see it happening. I don't yeah. see it happening Brock only because that trade is hard to make. Brock Besser's not getting traded in like some sort of salary dump, right? Yeah, if exactly. you're trading Brock Besser, you got to make sure you're getting a top four defenseman back. It can't go the other way, though. It can't be... Uh, why can't it be solely a, a salary dump for some picks? But and I only, that, I only how's say, that, how's that helping the team? Yeah, it really isn't. Improve, it really isn't unless you're flipping those picks for a defenseman. This has to be not and at I'm that sure. level. It has to be... Ryan Johansson or Johansson is Johansson or Johansson? It's probably Johansson, right? Yeah. Canadian boy, Port Moody boy. Johansson for Seth Jones. It's gonna. It would be something like that, right? And I think and and Matt Sakaris is a guy who broke broke this. Who said on you know what a what a bomb Friday afternoon just to drop on everyone. Oh, they're thinking about maybe exploring the possibility of trading Brock. Yeah. So that's what he's saying. He kind of walked it back and said, you know, they haven't talked about trading. They're just looking at salaries and look at the situation. Saying this guy's making six mil and we could probably get something good out of him. I mean, outside of Elias Pettersson and Quinn Hughes, is anyone on the Canucks untouchable right now? No way, no even way. A guy like Honestly, Bo, no. Even a, even a guy like Bo Horvat, I'm just saying. Yeah, he no, Bo Horvat, after his comments this week, his little speech on what he's going for this season in this playoffs, he's a Canuck for life, man. Honestly, he, he's untouchable. I, I, I would hope so. He's untouchable, but, and, his hit, and his salary cap hit is, is phenomenal. Yeah. Come on, five and but, a half. Man. That, that that's pretty valuable. <laughs> I'm just saying, an open trade Would market. Would you rather have Bo or Brock? It's obviously Bo. But again, let, let's go back on Brock. I don't think Brock gets traded. I, I do want Brock being a part of this roster. 
Same. Not just because of the skill. I, I think the uh, the personality it gels well with the club. Seems like a really good dude. Seems seems like he's really intertwined with the game of hockey. Only cares about the game. And I know that we haven't seen those flashes of greatness like we saw in his rookie season. But I do believe that's still there. That the best of Brock is still there to be seen. We haven't seen it over the last year and a half. We've still seen a really good player. Yet some people, I think, aren't satisfied with, again, this this Brock Besser that's not, not as flashy, not yeah. as special as that rookie season. How good was Brock during that rookie season where he lost out to Barzell and an injury? He was awesome, and that's been the issue since is every year he, he seems to have some sort of injury that puts him out, you know, 10-plus games. Yeah, man. Is, okay, what, what was that quote in the beginning of the season that, that you always kept saying? It's an asset, right? To stay healthy. Uh, sometimes your best ability is your availability. It's your ability to stay healthy, right? So is, is he is. That is somewhat a skill. He is injury prone based on the stats, right? Based on the stats. You look at the games played. You look at the, the list of injuries. He is injury prone. But is he really? Isn't it just bad luck? It's part, part of it's you know, like genetic makeup and bad luck as well. Woo. But some of it is, you know, taking care of your body. Man. Man, oh man, Brock Besser, how, I wouldn't say the tables have turned, but it's it just, it's it just one of those cases where life moves quick. I mean, we're really talking about Brock Besser rumors. I know earlier in the season, I made an episode called That's Dumba or That's Dumb or something because there were those rumors about Brock Besser going to Minnesota for, for Matt Dumba. Yeah, and I think those are just Twitter rumors. I yeah, never, Twitter I, rumors. I, I, it just I, makes sense. You connect the dots, yeah, Brock Besser from Minnesota uh dumba from the west coast of canada not, i don't know if he's on the west he is from, he's a vancouver boy isn't he no he's from i think it's albert Calgary. okay so he, he's from the west side of canada you could connect the dots who's the better player though we're gonna find out that's gonna be one of the interesting things to watch in this series okay again brock besser from minnesota that trade again a rumor but it looks like a trade that would make sense mm -hmm. who's the better player uh, that's that, that's tough I guess, yeah, I guess we're gonna find out like you said Dumba's pretty pretty exciting, yo. He he does a bit of everything, yo. Like I, I I'm sh Dumba for Besser. I'm sure you can find a better defenseman out there for Brock Besser than Matt Dumba. Maybe that's me just me spitballing here, but yeah, yeah. Okay, Matt Dumba. What what does he have this year? Okay, we're going into the stats this season. Six goals, eighteen assists in sixty nine games. Okay, so not not the greatest stats right now. You know what? Keep Brock, yo. Keep Brock. Brock, yeah, bro. Why not? You know, I, I've, I've compared Brock. People may not like this, but I've compared him to a poor man's Phil Kessel, which is good. Yeah, a dude who nice picks guy. up points. He tries hard. He, he tries hard. He finds those spots. And I, again, feel as if we haven't seen the best of him. And I, I, I'm going to be patient. It's yeah, all I think, good. I think at Brock Besser's peak, he's like a 30, 35 goal scorer. That, that's that's an asset. That's an that's asset. That's an asset. That's an asset. I, I think the Canucks have to look at this closely. And again, it, it may sacrifice. It may have them sacrifice their their decor if they don't make a move like this to help out a a decor that's going to lose Chris Tanev most likely. But maybe it's better to just be a brute force offense team. You know, roll with yeah. something. Win every game five four. <laughs> Win every game five four so for a bit. So let, let, let's uh, let's play a game here. If you're gonna if you're going down the route. Let's win every game 5-4. Do you need to pay Jacob Markstrom? Yes. Yes. Why, so not, say, why not save that money? If, if, if you're, you're going to say, 
We just need an okay goalie, and we're just going to outscore every team. Why don't I just go with Demko? Cheaper. Cost-controlled for a bit while. I know, right? That's... I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to see Jacob Markstrom prove me prove me wrong again. So he's proved me wrong in the sense that I thought he sucked and he became great. And now he has to prove me wrong in, in being great at being great to being just okay, just good. I think it's really important for this team to have a great goaltender. And it's nothing against Demko. I, I get it. Cheaper goalie could possibly do the same things. 100%. We don't know. We don't know. But but there's something about Jacob, man. Having him in that dressing room. Okay, that ex- I'm not going to say experience, but that, just that that persona, that swagger that he has, that confidence. I'm not sure that this core need, need, needs to lose that. It, man, so many questions, man. Cap hell, cap hell. You know, we're going to go back to the van cast and talk about that article that Drance wrote on, on The Athletic. Yo, we're giving so many shout-outs to The Athletic. SB Nation is just going to be choked. Yeah. They're going to be choked, okay? But it doesn't matter. It's our show. Sipping on a 40, Nick Bondi, Kyle Bowen. Drance wrote this article and he broke down all the uh, the components of the salary cap and, and what moves they would have to make to, to let some people fit in. And the team looked worse and they only had $50,000 worth of cap space. They are in cap hell. No, no They doubt. are in cap hell. And the thing is, and I think he kind of made that point in the article as well, that you can get out of these, and I've said this before as well, you can get out of these bad contracts. It's just going to be a lot more difficult considering the cap is going to be flat for the next few years and you're going to have to give up a lot. You're going to have to give up, you know, think about like a guy like Jay Beagle. What would what would the Canucks have to give up to get rid of a guy like Jay Beagle? I don't even know. And I don't but, know. but if some if some team says, "Okay, we'll take Jay Beagle, but we want Hoglander." Like, do you say yes? No. No, exactly. So you just you just have to bite bite the bullet and, and go with it. No, yeah. They're going to have to bite the bullet. Jay Beagle still around for a couple more years after this. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. You know what? Why don't we just do this? To end off the episode, let's talk about Jay Beagle, okay? Nothing more sexier than Jay Beagle talk on a hockey podcast in the city of Vancouver. This is definitely getting the damn clicks. Do we see the best of Jay Beagle in the playoffs? Because this is where he earned his money. There were a lot of Capitals fans who were, who were sad, upset that their champion left because he was so important to that run in his own way. Maybe we do see a lot more value in Beagle here. And hopefully we see some some value in, in fourth line, $4 million player, $4.5 million player, Sutter. So they can get him out of there. Yeah. Straight up, dude. Straight up. That's another That's another guy they're going to have to try and get rid of is Brian Sutter. Like that guy, <laughs> but, but Sutter, you can buy him out. That's a pretty easy yeah. buy. Save like half his, half his salary, $2 million. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And then you say that, it's like, okay, they buy Sutter out. That's $2 million against the cap we're not on even, a player that you're not even using. Then yeah. you talk about Sven Berchi. Then you talk about the cap recapture. On Luongo. Yeah. And then you talk about that $1 million hit they're still taking for Ryan Spooner. Like, that's a lot of money I being used for nothing. I completely forgot in the Canucks had any connection to Ryan Spooner still since I read that, that article. Man, it's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money, and that money could have been used on what's going to be the last the last year of ELC money being paid to Pedersen and Hughes next year. But I'm going to say it again. It is what it is. It is what it is. What are you going to do? What are you yeah. going to do? It, it is what it is. It's 2020. A little bit of pessimism here. I, I'm going to be straight up, man. I'm going to be straight up. 
I'm happy with being super, super optimistic because it is 2020. Anything can happen. I know we've been spending a lot of time talking about the quote unquote offseason that is months away and Brock Besser and Jay Beagle, blah, blah, blah. But maybe, just maybe, this team being in cap hell could do the impossible and get it done this year, you know? Because I guess that's my last question, yo. Is this the best version of the Vancouver Canucks? I, I sure as fuck hope <laughs> not, right? <laughs> yeah. like, I sure as fuck hope this isn't like the peak. Damn. But Damn. Yeah, think, think, about, think about this, you know, maybe they take a step back next year because their defense isn't going to be nearly as good. They're not, they're, it's going to be hard to lose Tanev and replace him with a guy like Brogan Rafferty, right? Like, come on, like, it's or, not, it's, it, or the Ole D- Ulevi, or, or Nikita Triamkin. Or, hey, maybe the Canucks get lucky and Jack Rathbone plays out of his mind next year if they can even get him signed, right? People are yeah. talking about Jack Rath. Think about Jack Rathbone right now. There's a lot of, there's a, there is a tradition recently of Harvard guys who don't sign with the team and then go as a free agent, right? And th- and in this case... They're smart. They know they have the leverage. These are the, that's why they're going to Harvard. They're smart guys. And in this case, he has so much leverage because there's possibly not going to be an AHL next year. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Harvard's already canceled their They've fall season. They've already canceled their season. Where is this dude going to play? You know what I'm saying? Why not just sign with Europe, a European team for a year, go make some money, and then go be a free agent and choose yeah. what NHL team you want to go to? It It makes a lot of sense, too. It makes a lot of sense too. With that being said though, again, we're gonna go back to the VanCast hosted by Jeff Patterson and Thomas Drance. Rem- remember J-Pat on the program, yeah, Pat the it, Towel on it. Tuesday. Gonna ask They the talked about Rathbone being a sweetener. Yeah. Because you know, when, when Calgary had to get rid of, was it Calgary got rid of Adam Fox? Yeah. It's not like they lost him for nothing. No, they, they end up getting like some pretty, pretty good ass. I can't remember what they got, but they end up getting something for him. And obviously Adam Fox is, is ahead of a, yeah. a Rathbone. I get it, but maybe he can be a sweetener in a, in a deal that in, involves a Jay Beagle or Sutter. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And people will look at that as a a loss and, and a detriment, whereas I would look at it like, yo, this guy was probably not going to sign here anyways. Yeah, if he's not going to sign, you got to trade him. You got to oh. trade him for something. Well, what's up? What's up with these East Coast guys? They just want to stay in the East Coast or what? Oh, yeah, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. I'm telling you, these Harvard guys are too smart for, for the dude, NHL. They know they have the leverage. Dude, just get Dr. Bonnie Henry to make the call. Yeah. What are you doing there? M- make her make them an offer she they can't refuse exactly. her. Exactly. Come on. We keep you safe over here. With that being said, I know cases have been spiking up here in BC. Ah, it's just 25. Come on. Okay. I'm just saying, wash your hands, wash your hands. This is some slimy yeah. sanitizer I have right now. But oh, hey. Good, good idea. Good yeah. idea. Wash your hands. Do your thing. Be safe. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your face. You know, we've been filming a lot more here at the here at the studios, and I realize I touch my face all the time. Mm-hmm. Or just my hat, you know? Yeah. The, the hands are going everywhere. I have a bad habit of just going like this with my, with my face. Yo, it's, it's one of those things we learned as babies, right? Those hard, habits hard, that we Hard make. habit to break. Yeah, 100%, 100%, 100%. Sipping on a 40 Kyle Bowen, Nick Bondi, Brock Besser, trade rumors, thanks to Matt Sakaris and company. At the end of the day, do you think it happens? I, I say no. I don't I think no. so either. Me too. Brock Besser, so. you're going to stay a Canuck. You're going to stay a Canuck. We want you in the city. I laughed at that one reply that said, yo, can't we just trade Jake? <laughs> can't we just trade Jake? What's Jake's, tra- what's Jake's trade value right now? 18-goal scorer that can captivate an audience and bring the people together and, and make via an entire, shotgun. And make an entire city alcoholics? Damn. Damn. We're talking about... 
him being an athlete Tra- too. Trade him sports, to a, trade him to a tier. Trade him to a, t- a hockey team that needs some social media engagement. Straight up, straight up, man, straight up. Trade him like the Florida Panthers. That'll get the pan. That'll, that'll get people going. I'll get casual hockey fans going in Florida. They get <laughs> right? a shotgun Bud Light. Oh, dude, I fucking hate Bud Light, man. Fuck Bud Light. That's just nasty, bro. And they're, you know what? It's it's a good drink to drink if you know you're having a day long session. Like if you're if you're oh, in it if you're in it for the long haul. Yes. Then Bud Light's yes. good. Yes. Good good okay. base builder if you know what good I mean. Good base builder. You know I used to be a, a, a strong beer drinker back in the day. I'm talking every party bring a 12 pack. I'm a, I'm a smaller dude. I would drink that 12 pack and, and a lot of those a lot of those beers would be taken in via shotgun. And I'm telling people right now, my my, my homie Big Love probably the best shotgun in the whole city. Straight up, straight up, straight, straight up. I learned from him. And the people were going to see some skill when Jake scored 20 goals. I, I don't think I was going to be able to do three three in a row cleanly, but those first two tall cans would have made the people happy. Yo, some ladies probably, you know, would have been, mm-hmm. you know, turned on a bit. Like, yo, this dude can shotgun the, the beers that quick. missed out on some tremendous content. 100%, 100%. I, I would have been plastered. Yo, nothing... Nothing does get you more hammered than like consecutive shotguns. No, yeah, absolutely. And you know, I'm an older man now, 27. I'm not sure if that's that's safe, if I should be doing that, but it is what it is. It You're is doing Jake it for Tatton. the city. I'm doing it for the city. And when the season does start, I think what I do have to do is at least shotgun two. And and well, and end it. it. End the competition. Okay. Just just do two because he was probably going to get 20. He if was. Jake, if Jake Tatanis scores two goals in the qualifying, does that count as 20? Up. I think so. I think I think so. I think so. I think so. Although the NHL's come out and said that um, NHL qualifying round stats count as playoff stats for That's future. Fair records. enough. Fair enough. We're just talking about some some fantasy right now. And, and again, I do think he was going to get to twenty. I mean, there was what eleven games left, if not more. He was in, he was going to get two goals. I'm going to have to do it. Do I do the two and run away from the competition, or do I wait for that Minnesota series and see if he actually gets two and, and do three? I don't know. We'll decide. At end of the day, I'm gonna be pumped up. Yeah, I was dancing this morning thinking about hockey. Okay, I was dancing this morning. Well, so Cali- consult the uh, next misconduct high council. Straight up, straight up. But but I, I'm gonna do it for the city regardless. And we gonna need it, man. You know the algorithm for the next misconduct network <laughs> doesn't work in our favor. It is what it is, though. It is what it is. We will persevere. I, I saw that. I saw that. Um, that tweet from Kent, shout out Kent. He's like, I've been writing for 10 years on Knox Misconduct <laughs> and I'm not popular on Twitter. Something amongst those lines. Look. And Trevor's like, tell me how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, shout out to Kent for not, you know, wading into like the cesspool that is sometimes Canucks swear. I, I, sometimes, I, most of the time. I, I respect someone who, you know, takes a high road. Nah, 100%, 100% does their own thing, you know. Fuck. But we gotta engage, right? Who knows, man? Who knows? Canucks Twitter, a a random thing, a beautiful thing, a bizarre thing, a cesspool. Is that is that how you say it? A cesspool. Yeah. What's the uh, sometimes sometimes? What's, what's the definition of a cesspool? Just like you know, murky water, kind of shitty water, something <laughs> you don't want to go into. Damn, bro. Damn. You know what, man? Fuck, man. I love this city, man. This city be crazy sometimes. It, it it's a beautiful thing, man. Shout out Canucks Twitter. I, I would just recommend. Y'all just being a little bit more nice to each other. You know what I'm saying? Good advice. Maybe, good, good advice for maybe in general. Maybe don't engage. But if they listen to me, then, you know, they probably 
understand why yeah. we're not part yeah, of the zero algorithm. Clout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, zero clout. hey, man, it's easy for us to talk. My name Kyle Bowen. That's Nick Bondi. That was sipping on a 40. Some Brock talk. It is what it is. On Tuesday, once again, Jeff Patterson is on the network. Power of the towel. Yes, sir. Yo, my, my guy Nick Bondi has the best conversations in the city with these guests. That, that's just a fact, yo. Straight up. So check it out. On the network, we got four shows. On Thursdays, we, we release Silky and Filthy. Yo, the episodes are coming out hot. Puck Talk and Bullshit with Trevor Beggs and myself. The quickie, fastest hockey show in the world. It's coming back soon. 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 It's coming back soon, yo. Trevor's a soon-to-be dad. We're, we're going to lose Trevor. Yeah. You know, if if we don't make it in three months, we lost the Be- voice. Begsy's done. Begsy's done. And rightfully so. Deservingly so. Okay? It is what it is. Have a good morning. Yes, a good morning. A good afternoon. A good night. We don't know when you're listening to this, but we, yes, we appreciate it. Peace. Thank you.